Gotta let me know what y'all think about this song. Let's get it. Can I get an amen? Then go from nothing to a payment. Before I die, be a main man. Ain't really nothing not to say, man. Yeah, fuck her like a lover, but I ain't made no decision yet. Gotta wait, cause I ain't sure if she can see the vision yet. But I can't even lie, it feel like mine when I'm here. Take a low, and she just cheer me on. Like, baby, way to go. Might not pick up the phone. She know I'm making dough. I gotta plant the seeds. I gotta make it grow. Somebody gotta, and I gotta get so I'ma do it. Gonna fill it up before they fill me with them bumming floor. And now ain't nothing else to do but put the number to it. Time to go out and turn the shows up. Happy God chose up. Remember nights were colder. Had to be a soldier, arrested cause we stole stuff, crazy cause they stole us, I rap her on your soul, what, passing out the blow, but this shit pay for the music, the music how we blow up, I don't mean to preach, but if you feel it, throw your hands up, they thought that we would take her and we got our bands up, chances making champs, I had to stand on what I stand for, moving silence, can't let nothing fuck the plan up, amen. To go from nothing to a man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Another one by my brother, King Fan. We're going to keep hitting y'all over the head with him weekly until you guys wake up and go to his page on iTunes, on Twitter, and any other place that you stream music at, man, and go check out his music. You will not be disappointed. I promise you that. But on to other things, this is episode six of the Unusual Thoughts podcast with me, your host. Desmond, man, it's been fun so far, man. We just well, we're on episode six now. We're five episodes deep, and it's been fun so far, man. I want to thank you guys for listening, for giving me your ear, and letting me let me rumble for a couple minutes, man. I appreciate it. I hope you guys continue to, to support, and I'll continue to try to better the quality, make the the content better. Anything that I can do to make it better, man. Like I tell y'all every week, man. Please reach out to me or. On Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook, and I promise you, I get back to you guys. Let me know what you do like. Let me know what you don't like. Whatever the case may be, I'm open ears to all to all things. But like we do every week, we're gonna start start this podcast off with the unusual thought of the week. to the show man i'm trying to do something new but and i feel like this is the perfect intro for the unusual thought of the weekend this week we're going to be speaking about fear fear is very very tricky to me it's a it's a topic uh that's tricky to me because fear can do a couple things for you fear can either push you into into your greatness or it can paralyze you and honestly it's up to you which one that you're going to allow it to do it's up to the individual. Um, and I think the first step in 
understanding understanding which way that you're going to go is recognizing that fear and putting that fear in the forefront of your mind to say, okay, this is what I'm afraid of. And this, and once you do that, once you figure out what you're afraid of, figure out why. Because once you figure out why, then you can learn how to attack it. Or you can take the steps to attack it. Because fear itself, man, is it, tricky because it can put you in a dark place. My God, it can back you in a corner. And when you get back into that corner, man, fear creates anxiety. Fear creates pain. It creates it creates um, a lot of emotions that you may not be ready to deal with. And then while and, and while you're trying to deal with that, with whatever those those emotions are, you become stagnant. You become you become a, a, a version of yourself that that you may not even notice because you're stuck in a place that that you may not want to be in. So that fear literally grabs you and it holds you hostage. It holds you hostage. It holds your your dreams hostage. And I finally got to a point where I asked myself, like, why are you letting fear control you? Why? You're going to sit here and let fear control you and continue to live in mediocrity for the rest of your life? For the remainder of your life? Is this what you want to show? Is this who you want to be? And it finally, it finally hit me and it's like, that fear that you're holding on to, hey man, go to the other side of it. Now that you know what you're afraid of, whether it, whether it's whether it's fear of acceptance, whether it's fear of 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 of, of achievement, whatever the case may be, it could be a lot of different things. But that fear will literally just stop you in your tracks. Like I said, there's two sides to this coin because it can hold you, but then sometimes that fear, that unknown may push you right into your greatness into your greatness might push you right into your destiny so that fear i want you to understand like recognize it if you need to cry about it whatever the case may be man cry about it fight about it but once you recognize it once you know exactly what it is let's stop for a second and figure out the steps to try to get past this fear because it, it, it's no reason for you to sit and allow whatever that fear that fear is to hold you back from who and what you want to be in your life. You're bigger than that. You're better than that. And you have to believe that before anybody else believes it. You have to believe in you. You have to trust you. Because a lot of people may not see what you see in yourself. And somebody, one person might see exactly what you see in yourself and trying to help you get past that fear. Allow them to. Allow them to. Don't push them away. Don't 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 tell them I got it when you know that you don't. Cause like I said, man, if that fear gets to it, when it grabs you, it grabs you, and it can take you to a dark place. And that dark place is 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 a difficult climb out. It's difficult. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the weak. It's not for the for the self pity people. It's for that dark place. Is for a person that's gonna finally get down in that dark place and say. Boom, let me shine this light on myself. And when I shine this light on myself, man, everything around me will light up. And then the steps will light up. And those steps are the avenue for me to get out this dark place. So this week, what I need you guys to do and what I challenge you guys to do, if you're living in fear of any of any suspect, like of, of anything, it don't matter what it is, because I don't know what your fear is. 
But my fear, I'm going to tell you, my personal fear was always not allowing people to really see who I am except the people that's close to me. This podcast is here for a reason, man. I'm going to show you guys a piece of me that I don't show many people. Many people don't know about the, 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 some of the things that I talk about. And when I jump into conversation with people, they tend to tell me all the time, I like, mean, you're a lot smarter than I thought you were. So I'm doing this to get over fear. And I'm doing a lot of other, I got a lot of other ideas that I'm going to get into. And you guys will be a part of and you guys will be on this journey with me. So whatever your fear is, recognize it. And then let's, let's stop. And then once we've recognized it, let's try to figure out the steps to get past that fear and then attack it. And when you attack it, you do not stop. You go full, full force every day, every moment, every second, every chance you get, you take that fear and pretty much kick his ass <laughs> and let him know that you're not going to hold me in this dark place. All you're going to do is continue to push me into greatness. Continue to push me. I need you to push me. So the unusual thought of the week, man, is fear. Do not let it control you. Kick his ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we back now. Now that that is out the way, I am in a hell of a mood. I'm in a good mood because this is episode six, and I feel good about it. And I know y'all might be wondering why you so happy and blah, blah, blah. I'm so happy because this past Sunday, something really, really great happened. I mean, something that's never been done before happened. I'm pretty sure you guys know about exactly what it is. Yep, the Super Bowl was Sunday, and my quarterback, Tom Brady, went to Atlanta and got number six on his on his hand. This man has six Super Bowl wins. How, man, I don't think nobody understands how difficult that is. The long, the, 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 Man, like this man, I don't even know how to explain it, but we got number six. So all you Stiller fans and you Cowboys fans and whoever else out there in the world, who cares <laughs> about you and your team? Because my quarterback got just as many rings as all of y'all organizations combined. <laughs> now, how good is that? How good is that? Especially you Stiller fans. You Stiller's fan because... Well, you guys like to do well. We got six and y'all got y'all got five. Well, damn it, we got six now too. So now what you gonna say? Now, to the Super Bowl, I have to admit it wasn't the most entertaining Super Bowl. Especially coming from last year where we went down to the wire and Tom Brady threw for five hundred yards, five hundred plus yards. And then the year before we came back from a twenty eight to three deficit to win the Super Bowl. It wasn't the most exciting. I got to admit it. At halftime, 0-3, we're up. We end the game. Um, we win the game 13-3. wasn't the most exciting game, but I don't care about that. All I cared about was the results, and the results was we won. That's, that's all that matters to me. We won number six, and I mean, in Defense played amazing, like I told you guys last week, man. I, I I said it. I was I don't do scores. I didn't. I was expecting the game to be higher. Of course, I was expecting the, the score to be higher, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm telling you the truth. I don't care because we won. 
if we could have ended that game at halftime zero to three, and I would have been perfectly fine with it. As long as we win, I don't care. So I got to send a congratulations to Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the whole Patriots organization, top to bottom, Robert Kraft, everybody that's been involved from the water boy all the way up to the top, man. Congratulations to you guys on on Super Bowl number six. Um, I like my, I, I, I continue to, to pick my quarterback, noodle arm and all, whatever you got to say about him. He can't run. He got a noodle arm. Whatever the case may be, we win. So I, I'm happy about that, man. This past nation forever. So we got six of them things. And, and, and I, I normally don't start the podcast with sports. I normally leave it towards the end. But since we're on sports, Let's jump right over to the NBA. The, the, the NFL season is over. We ended the way that I wanted it to end with a Super Bowl win by the New by the New England Patriots, and now basketball season is in full swing. Man, man, man! The trade deadline is, has has ended. Um, the All Star reserves, LeBron and Team LeBron and Team Giannis has picked their teams. I think LeBron team is going to win. I think they're more balanced. Um, like with, with the players, I think they're more balanced. So I think they're gonna win. But man, 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 this trade, this trade deadline brought up some stuff, and I mean, it's been a doozy. <laughs> it's been an absolute doozy because people are in their feelings about some things that I just don't understand. So look, the NBA has a deadline as they do every year. It's around the same time, February eighth, ninth. Seventh, it's around that time every year, and this year it, it, it was a little bit hectic because everybody wanted a trade to happen. Well, I'm not gonna say everybody. LeBron fans wanted a trade to happen for Anthony Davis, and um, and it didn't go through. Like I like I said, it wasn't. I, I pretty much knew it wasn't gonna go through because. The New Orleans Pelicans did not have a reason to make that trade happen immediately. They truly didn't. It, it, they, there's no reason for them to be in a rush for this trade. Um, and they did exactly what I said they should have done. They asked for everything the Lakers had. They asked for everything. They asked for, for, they asked for every player they could get. They asked for every draft they could, every draft pick they could get. Hell, a piece of me think they asked Magic Man, "What's the cure for this thing? Like, what's the cure for AIDS, bro? Like, we need that too. If you want, if you want Anthony Davis, we need that too." And honestly, <laughs> I'm not mad at them because I don't like like. I, okay, I'm a I, anybody that knows me, man. I'm a fan of the game before any player, before LeBron, before. Kevin Durant before Michael Jordan. I'm a fan of basketball first. And if it's good for basketball, I, I'm i all for it. If it looks good to me on the basketball court, I'm all for it. So I want Anthony Davis to go to L.A. and play with LeBron. I just don't like the way they – I don't like the way LeBron's camp handled it. Like, I don't understand how so much gets out. Like – it's so many people that get traded throughout the year in every sport, and we don't never hear about it. When we hear about it, and when it flashes across our TV or it flashes across our phone, and the deal has already been made. 
Like, we don't have to hear about every step of the process now. For Anthony Davis' case, I understand that he, him wanting to leave New Orleans, I have no problem with. Because I believe he gave the organization everything he could. And I think the organization failed him instead of him failing them. Every year, even last year, they made it to the playoffs. They did some great things. They swept a series last year. And then you trade Rondo away. Like, why would you trade Rondo away? And it's not like you had to go pay Rondo a ton of money. He went to L.A. and got $5 million, five or $8 million. I'm not sure. He got anywhere between that 5 to $8 million. So you didn't have to pay him a ton of money, but you let him go. So now Anthony Davis, the person that helped that helped that team get to the to the second round, they end up eventually losing to the Warriors, and you can't be mad at that, but you trade them. So now Anthony Davis starts back over at square one. So it's like, hey, man, I'm going to sit here and continue to be at square one. I'm going to get to square two, and you're going to push me right back because you're going to let the pieces that I need to get to square number two or three, you're going to trade him or release him or whatever the case may be. So I'm not mad at Anthony Davis. What I'm mad at is his team coming out and be like, yeah, um, he only wants to go to L.A. He don't want to go nowhere else. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Like, it's not your choice. Like, you got to understand, that man is under contract. And what people fail to realize and what I've had to explain to a couple of LeBron fans over the past couple of weeks is that He's not going to be a free agent this summer. He's under contract until after next, like he has to go through next season and then he can be a free agent. So he's on the contract for another year and a half. So him forcing his way out is one thing, but the way you go about doing it is that's that that is that get points from me, points from me because it's a certain way you can handle it. And I know they're saying that Hay had to get ugly in order for him to get traded. I just don't believe that. Him coming out to the New Orleans Pelicans telling him that, hey, he wants to be traded. He's not going to sign. He didn't even say he wanted to be traded. Honestly, all he said was, I'm not going to sign, re-sign with you guys next year. And I get it because, like I said, you're going to continue to take the pieces away from me, so I'm not going to re-sign here. So if I'm not going to re-sign here, I'm giving you the opportunity to get something in return for me. Fine. Then his Rich Paul and coming out and saying it's only this team he'll go to. He's going to be a rental. I feel like all that was messy, and I feel like this honestly one of the the main reason is I'm not going. I'm not even going to say the main reason, but I think that's one of the reasons that that trade did not go through right now. Um, but I think it will happen this summer. I do think it'll happen this summer. I do think he will eventually end up in L.A. Um, so I, I don't think that the LA, the LA fans or LeBron fans should worry. I just think it's going to be this summer before he gets there. And if it's not, man, you can't be mad because, like I said, I just feel like the New Orleans Pelicans. If I was the New Orleans GM and the owner, I'd be sitting back chilling. Like, man, I got a twenty-five-year-old stud that can literally go to any team and help them win right now. So I'm not in a rush to trade him. I understand that he wants to be traded, and I'm and I want to put him in a better position for him, because if he's not happy, then he's not going to give me everything he has for my organization. So I would like to trade him, but I'm gonna get everything I possibly can from whoever I trade him to. Um, so the trade deadline passed. There's a lot of good trades, man. Um, outside of that, like I said, so the 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 Lakers are. 
I'm not going to say stuck, but they remain with the same team that they had. And I think they're going to make a push, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. Now, I hope they get up to like a six or maybe a five seed um, so they don't have to face the Warriors or the Rockets in the first round. That would not be good for them. So I think – and I think they can do it. They have LeBron and they got Rondo and they got some veteran leadership over there, so I think they can do it. Um, we just got to – just got to wait it out and see what happens. Now, in other news, other news around the league, let's see. You got Tobias Harris and uh, Boban got traded to Philadelphia. Absolutely amazing trade for Philadelphia. Philadelphia is with all the bullshit this year. They are trying to win right now. And I'm, I applaud it. I wholeheartedly applaud it because... You don't get many opportunities to win in the NBA or any professional sports league. So when you have that opportunity, you have to take it. So that trade for Tobias was was a really, really quiet trade. Like I said, another trade that nobody knew nothing about. It happened. It showed up on the TV, and we was like, oh, my God, that's good for them. And I feel like every trade should happen like that. I feel like if you're a GM in the league and you call me about my player, I'm the first thing I'm going to say is, like, hey, whatever we talk about, if it gets out, trades off. Whatever we talk about needs to stay between us, period. I don't need some random, I don't need a reporter talking about a random source close to the situation. Let me know that A and B is going to be traded over here. No, if it gets out in any way, because it's not going to come from me. So if it gets out, it's coming from you and your camp and all the trades off. Don't call my phone no more. So um, that, that trade pleased me. Um, what other trades happened? Um, man, there's some more trades that happened, but that was honestly the biggest one to me. Nobody else made any big splash. Like the Warriors didn't, uh, Boston didn't make any big trades. A couple other little trades happened around the league. Um, the Lakers got um, got a got a shooter in, but and he's going to help LeBron because LeBron likes shooters. Um, oh, another big trade that's quietly. Going to, I think it's going to quietly might change some things in the Western Conference. The Rockets acquired uh, acquired Amon Shumpert from the Kings, but Zach Randolph and and another player, um, Amon Shumpert is a guy that I would love to have on any team that I'm playing for. He's going to defend every night. He's going to make. He's not a great shooter, but he's going to make some shots. And for that Houston Rockets team. He's a younger Trevor Reza. That's what he is. He's going to plug in. He's going to guard your best guard or forward. He's going to guard him, and he's going to make it tough on him, and that's exactly what they need. What they've been missing most of the year is just a tough guy that's just going to go and defend. Like I don't need a shot. I make him if you give him to me, but I don't need to shoot it. He attacks the rim. So that trade is very, very quietly and nobody's talking about it. I don't even know if many people even recognize it. But that trade is going to be very, very beneficial to the Houston Rockets. And I think it's going to help Amon Shumper too. So um that's a trade that, that I spotted out that I'm that I'm really, really looking forward to seeing him playing with um James Harden and Chris Paul. Um, they should have um, their center coming back soon. I think he has another three weeks out. So their team is starting to get healthy. Chris Paul is back, so their team is starting to get healthy. So I'm looking forward to see how they finish this year. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So 
Um, an NBA man, I, I, like I said, is is coming down to the stress. The All Star game is coming up. The All Star weekend is coming up, and I'm looking forward to it. Man, I'm looking forward to them guys getting a break. Go home and clear your mind. Come back, finish the season off, and let's get this thing rolling, man. Let's get the playoffs rolling. Let's get everybody know exactly who's on their teams now. It, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be fun. To, uh, I forgot somebody else. It's a shooter. The shooter from New Orleans went. I forgot where he went. Um, dang, I thought I had it wrote down, but I forgot where he went. But, but I forgot whatever team he went to. He's gonna help that team. Um, I can't. I just can't remember what team he went to. But he's gonna help that that team. So, NBA man is the sport that I love, my favorite league ever, and I cannot wait to to just see the the the, the rest of this season. So we're gonna transition from going over from 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 basketball and sports and things like that, and man. Now we're just gonna talk about what's going on in the world, man. And one of the most strange things um, that happened over this past week was the Twenty One Savage ice situation. Man, that thing there. Whoo! When you talk about coming out of left field. Man, that came out of left field and smacked me in the mouth. Like, what? 21 Savage is not from Atlanta now? I will tell you the truth. Now, I, I'm not a huge fan of 21. I'm not. I I love his 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 latest single a lot. That beat is crazy. I'm a big fan of J. Cole. So that song, I really like that song. And it's a, probably about 20 rappers that I would love to hear on that beat besides 21 Savage, but I think 21 Savage did a really... He rapped his ass off on that song, so I'm not mad at him. I like that song. So I'm not a big fan, so I don't really keep up with him. I've seen a few interviews that he's done. Interesting cat, just not interested in his music. Um, but after doing a little bit of reading on him, it, it literally says, man, he's not from here. He's from Dominica, um, and that is... It's, it's it's not in the UK, but it's owned by the UK. The land and the territory is owned by the UK. So it's it was funny to me, man. I can't lie now. It was funny to me not him being arrested or detained by ICE. It was funny to me to find out where where he's from. And then but once you but once I find out that he was arrested, like I said, he's arrested. I don't want anybody to ever go to jail so i didn't laugh about that all the memes weren't funny to me because you don't play with nobody about their about their freedom like i don't care who you are you don't play about people's freedoms um now with the 21 situation now ice ice has detained a man and will not give him bond um he has it was said that he has a couple felonies he's a convicted felon and his visa went out about 13 years ago. So his visa went out 13 years ago. He's had a couple felonies. And nobody noticed this. <laughs> nobody noticed this. And it's funny because when you listen to some of his interviews, he'll say, I don't like to fly. Like, I stayed in the, in the United States and now we'll get on the bus and we'll ride. I don't like to fly because I don't like to show my ID and I'm pretty sure that's why because he knew his immigration status, which is fine. I don't like I said I don't have a problem with that. The man has come from the come from come from nothing, built himself up, take care takes care of him, his his family and probably have a lot of people employed. So I'm not mad at 21 Savage by no stretch of the imagination. So 
his his mom, they they got here, and when the visa expired, he was just left with, with not nothing, but he was left with no type of documentation that he was supposed to be here in the States. So, like, now it's, it's different stories are coming out. His camp is speaking and things like this, saying he doesn't have any felonies, um, I think. I think they say he don't have any felonies, like the stories aren't true, that he's applied for a visa to remain in the United States. And and I think he applied for that visa back in 2017. And all of a sudden, in 2019, they just decided to come and get him and pick him up. It's, I don't, I, I, I don't know what America does sometimes, man. I, but for this young man to, to come from where he come from, and I can honestly say, like, from, like I said, listening to a few of his interviews, for me, listening to him, not really a big fan of his music, but the image he portrays is not one that he tries to be the hardest dude in the room. He tries to be the toughest rapper. He tries to be this. Any of that. Like, hell, y'all got to remember, man, this dude was at a slut walk with his, with his at the time, girlfriend, Amber Rose. I don't know too many thugs and killers and the toughest nigga in the room that gonna be sitting out there at a slut walk. So I don't think his I don't think he ever tried to betray that now. His background is his background. Like, hey man, like, hey man, you don't know what some people have been through. Some of the funniest dudes I know, if if we could sit down and tell y'all some of the stories, you would be amazed at some of the things they've done. But that's not who they wanna be, it's just their circumstances. So 21 Savage circumstances probably made him make some decision that he's not proud of and he don't want to relive. And, like, now he finally got out of it and he want to continue to grow. He want to continue to give back and things of that nature. So I'm not holding on to this, man. I hope I hope 21 Savage and his team figure this out. I hope he gets out. I hope he continues to prosper. I hope that black man continues to give to his community, take care of people around him. Do the things that's positive to him and any and everybody around him. So blessings and uh, prayers to, to 21 Savage and uh, whatever you're going through, brother. I keep praying for you, and I hope that you get through that. Another news, the game, the rap of the game. Oh, man, man, man. I'm Listen, he's up to his old tricks pretty much. Like, And just call it what it is, he's up to his old tricks. And... The last few months, he has been teasing that this album that he's working on will be his last album, and he's been teasing that for a few for a few months now. He's had a couple listening sessions and things of that nature. And any I I've put my I remember a couple years ago I put my top five uh, top five rappers of all time up on Twitter, and the game is in my top five. He's in my top five, man. I, I I like him. Like I, I got Jay Z number one. I got Kanye number two. I got Big number three. Lil Wayne, and I got the game. I like the game, and I can't. He's a. If you listen to any of his bodies of work, he has no bad bodies of work. From the documentary all the way down to the documentary two and the two point five. Like he's a really really good rapper. So. But recently, like I said, he's up to his old tricks. And what I mean by that, he's calling women's names out in records. 
And the two names, I, of course, I didn't hear the whole song, but the two names that he called out, two of two of the names that he called out was Kim K and Sin Santana. Kim K is married with two or three kids. I think they have two. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't keep up with people's personal lives. But she's like, okay, she's a mother. She's a wife and a mother. She's moved on from all the things that she's done. So anytime I hear somebody talk about Kim K suck dick and Kim K was on this, okay, bro, we all got passed. So what? Get over it. Get over it. You sound like a sound like a sucker. And to be quite honest, dude, the game sounds like a sucker for this. He's a pure sucker for this. Like, what's the point? Like, okay, you slept with her, so? Like, nigga, everybody get pussy out here. So what? I done slept with women that a lot of people, like, well-known people. I don't care to tell people. It ain't none of their business. Models, whatever the case may be. So for him to continue to do stuff like this at this stage in his career, right, he's not a new artist that just came out. He's not. He probably has eight albums, probably more. He's not a new artist, well-established. And his body of work from all of his albums, like his body, even his mixtapes, bodies of work is crazy. So for him to continue to do this, it's, it's sucker shit. Like, just call it what it is. It's sucker shit to me. And I'm pretty sure when it comes out, he's going to, this is why I did it and blah, blah, blah. But it's sucker shit. However you try to explain it. It ain't no woman on this earth that I slept with that I would just come out and be like, yeah, I fucked her. Who cares? Who fucking cares about that? Oh, I don't care. I don't care about it. So I, I don't expect nobody else to care about it. So... <laughs> And like I said, he called out Sin Santana, Joe Budden, Joe Budden, um, new fiance. It's just corny. It's corny. It's corny all the way around, top to bottom. However you want to chop that shit up, it's corny. It's absolutely, and he just don't have to do that. He's too skilled of an MC, too skilled of a rapper to just randomly throw women's name out there and throw people under the bus and all I, if I could ask him, like, what's the purpose of it? Like, tell me what, like, and I'm going to say, I don't even know. I probably wouldn't even ask him that because there would be nothing he could say to me to, to justify it to me. I don't care if everybody, it could be a porn star for all I care. I don't care. I don't care. Like, this is just corny. So the game, man, you're better than that. Way better than that. Way better than that. You're too good of a rapper, man. You've done way too much. Like, it ain't too many people that can put their bodies of work, like their entire career of music beside yours and just say, yeah, I'm way better than the game. It's not many people that can do that. So, I, I'm i still excited to hear your last album. If this is going to be your last album, I'm still excited to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. But at this point in your career, G, you don't need to be trying to seek attention from anybody. You just don't. Like, you you too good to be seeking attention, bro. So, from there, man, um, Liam Neeson, I think that's how you say his name, the guy from uh, Taken. Oh, man, this motherfucker here. This, 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 oof. He must think he in Taken all the time 
So Liam Neeson goes on a show. I'm I'm not sure what show. I think it was Good Morning America. No, I think he did Good Morning America to apologize for what he said. But he was on he was on a show and he started to tell a story about his friend getting raped. And in the midst of of your friend getting raped, of course you get mad and you got emotions. So okay, I understand that part of it. And he asked her what color was the was the man? Of course, she said black. And this motherfucker says, for weeks I went out. I think with a machete or with the with whatever he said, and with the I just say with the weapon and walking through neighborhoods hoping that a black man would engage with him in any way, so he could kill him. Not the black man that 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 possibly raped his friend. Just any black man. He must really think he's in a movie, like like a like we won't pull our strap out and shoot him in his damn head. Like fuck, huh? You just gonna look for any black man, not the man that actually did it. And I think that's my problem with it. He didn't say I went to look for the man who did it. He just said any black man. I'm any black man. My brother's any black man. My cousins is any black man. Any black man? My uncle is any black man. <laughs> what? So, and I know people are trying to defend it. You can't defend something like that because it is as sad as it is, it's racist on his part because he didn't do and he didn't do any due diligence to try to find out who he was. He just wanted to hurt a black man. And what if one of us just come out and say, I just want to go hurt a random white boy? How would you feel about it? Or any race for that matter. I'm going to just go hurt a, a Dominican. I don't care who it is. You don't do things like that because that is detrimental to not only to my community, but to my to the world, man. It's just, it's just, it's just not good. And for him to come out and say it so freely, and what what I don't understand is like, why even offer that story? Like, that's random as hell to offer. To anybody at any point, it's just random to offer. Yeah, I was gonna kill a black man forty years ago. Any black man that I that I could have seen. Yeah, I just would have killed him. And the only reason I didn't kill him because I started power walking. Huh? The fuck? The power walking? What the fuck? Power walking got to do with you trying to kill a black a black man? Man, it is. Oh my goodness, man! It, it makes no sense. And I hate that he said that because I think he's a good actor for, for, for the moves that he does. But that really turned me away, man, because that, that could have been anybody that I personally know or anybody that I possibly look up to. And for him to just offer that story so freely kind of bothers me, like, kind of makes me want to know what other stories that you may have. <laughs> like, seriously, like, and I don't, maybe I don't want to know because I don't need to know those things. Um, but that was, man, that, that was, that, that was just different for me. I wasn't expecting to hear it. And the fact that I did hear it, it, um, rubbed me the wrong way 
But hey, I don't have to like everything. It is what it is. So, Liam Neeson, you are a piece of shit for for that whole ordeal. Um, I feel sorry for your friend if she was raped. I my my thoughts go out to her. But you're a piece of shit for your thoughts and your actions, uh, for that matter. Your actions were all off as well. So I have to hold you accountable for your actions. So, um, and now that we are on the mood, on the topic of an actor, um, we're gonna go right into the movie of the week, man. And this movie that that I thought of this week, man. I, I recently watched it, and I I'm pretty sure some of you guys know about. I'm pretty sure most of you guys should know about it. This movie is called The Bone Collector. Um, this movie came out in 1999 and it's starring Denzel Washington and Angelina Angelina Jolie. I'm sorry, I missed her name of Angelina Jolie. Man, this movie is a man. It's just a good movie. I, I it's one of my favorite movies. Probably in my I know when most if a person asks me what's my favorite movie, I normally say The Bone Collector because it's just that good to me, man. Like Denzel did really, really great in the movie. Angelina, his name in the movie was Lincoln Rhyme. He's a paraplegic um, former officer detective that used to um, search for serial killers, hunt for serial killers, and he had an accident. He's a paraplegic at this point, and he meets a young officer um what was her name in the movie angelina name in the movie was amelia her name in the movie was amelia and he meets her because she took some good photos of a crime scene and it sparked the rest of the movie and i mean it goes on this hunt for the serial killer reading out of a book and reenacting all of the crime all of the murder scenes out of the book he was bringing them to life and he was doing it for a purpose. Him and Lincoln Rhyme in the past had some dealings with each other. And he knew that only Lincoln had the knowledge and um, had the smarts to try to figure it out. And um, Lincoln Rhyme and, and, and not Angelina, but Lincoln Rhyme and Amelia put the brains together with some help of some other officers and put the story together and figured out who he was and called him. Um, so it's a really, really good movie, man. Y'all can find that movie. I've, it's on HBO. Um, you can find it on there, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed in that movie. I promise you. It's not scary. Um, it is suspenseful, but it's not scary, so don't worry about that. I know sometimes women don't like scary movies, but men... You should try to. You should want to take your woman to a scary movie. That way, she can grab onto you, and you might get lucky. So, show this suspense, this suspenseful movie, and you might get lucky a little bit later. Not immediately after, but a little bit later. Um, <laughs> but anyway, man, I want to thank you guys for lending me your ear for another week. For another week, man, and I hope you guys continue to continue to support. And I have to tell you guys again, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out.